Welcome to the Watermark Family Ministry Podcast. My name is Wes Butler. I'm the Director of Family Ministry at our Dallas campus here. And uh, man, this is such a crazy time that we find ourselves in. And we wanted to take some time just to encourage parents in ways that you can make the most of this time. And so uh, today on the podcast, we have invited uh, my friends, Brian and Morgan Buchek. Brian is one of our elders here. And he and Morgan had uh, been on Watermark TV, which if you haven't checked that out, be sure that you go and check that out. Um, but they had just shared some uh, tips that they put together for those of us who are now into this new world of distance learning with our kids that as they who have homeschooled their kids for many years uh, have put these things into practice they found helpful in their home and so we wanted to take some time to share that with you today and so i hope that you find this helpful and encouraging and uh, and so would you um, just uh, sit back and enjoy this interview with brian and morgan buchek all right, Brian and Morgan Buchek, uh, good to see you guys. Uh, we are recording this over FaceTime for all of our listeners, so hopefully this goes great. But um, we're, we're uh, practicing all of our social distancing and everything that uh, we need to. But uh, Brian, Morgan, why don't you guys just uh, introduce yourselves, uh, who you are, and why in the world I would grab you for a podcast about this whole distance learning experience that everyone has been thrust into. Yeah. Well, hey, Wes, great to be with you today. Uh Got Morgan here. We've been married for 18 years. Uh, been at Watermark for, I guess, 13, something like that. And we've got five kids now that are uh, 11, 10, 8, 6, and 3. And uh, we have homeschooled for the last, uh, I guess, five years, kind of getting our, our oldest kid now through, through fourth grade. And then we sent him to public school last fall. So uh, the other Younger kids are all still homeschooling, so we've got a lot of years under our belt with this, and uh, it's a particular area that Morgan is really passionate about, as people probably saw uh, that caught the other night on uh, Watermark Live. But um, yeah, you want to share anything on that? Um, no. I've, so you know, life hasn't been too drastically different for us um, with the quarantine. So it's just having my oldest back home. So and Brian works from home normally. So for us, it's just kind of business as usual plus one. Right, right. Well, and that's why uh, Watermark TV grabbed you guys to kind of go, hey, be an expert in the field on this. That's why we wanted to record this because I thought the the principles that you guys shared the other night when you were on Watermark TV were worth us just capturing and sharing with other families. I, I do think it's important, uh, Morgan, I know uh, I, I've seen a few of uh, homeschool friends who have said, hey, just so we're all aware, what is happening right now is not homeschooling because Homeschool, you would still probably be able to go out, uh, interact with a lot of people do co-ops and things like that. Yeah. Uh, certainly, you know, going to a museum or some of these outings that you might do educationally, sure. you're not able to do. So this is even a different experience for you guys, too. Yes, definitely. We, we miss our friends. <laughs> yeah, I think we all feel that, don't we? <laughs> so, but I, I do think um, as I was listening to the principles that you shared, I just wanted us to, to talk through those again. So you just gave three quick tips for how we can make the most of this distance learning or whatever we're calling it uh, yeah. that, that uh, folks are now having to do or getting to do, I think, uh, with kids, which actually leads to your first tip. It's not having to do it, it's getting to do it. So what was that first tip? Yeah, that's exactly right, Wes. It's, it's just a, viewing this as an incredible opportunity, trying to see the glass as half full, that this is a, a point in time when, in God's grace, he's allowing families to have more time together, and it, albeit 
there's a lot of families that are really challenged right now, either economically or their own health issues or just job loss. So this, this isn't a blessing for every family. And we realize that, but there are by and large, a lot of families that are just getting extra time together right now in, in a way that's really unprecedented. Um, I can't remember a time since, you know, we've been raising all of our kids where we didn't have a spring that was not filled with uh, sports practices during the week and, and games, you know, throughout Saturday. And so even just uh, enjoying this past weekend a little bit differently, where we're just home the whole time, pretty much, you know, and, and together. And so trying to be intentional to, to uh, first of all, view it as an opportunity for just more time together or un, unhurried time and less in our schedule. Uh, and then just to see that the discipleship that that is inherently there when you have more time together. So, um, you know, we're trying to just be intentional to get our kids outside to, uh, you know, whenever we have a nice day, we're pushing them outside as much as we can to get them away from screens. You know, we we are, uh, you know, certainly still doing some video games, but by and large, we're trying to make our kids earn those things, you know, where, hey, every every morning we need you you know, being disciplined with getting your schoolwork done, having, you know, good attitudes with mom, being kind to siblings, uh, getting a little bit of work done around the house, whatever we're asking you to do, then you're going to be able to earn some video game time maybe that afternoon. Um, so I would just encourage parents, hey, don't just give that away for free. That That's valuable. You know, whatever your your kid wants to be doing on their own kind of spare time that, that they, you know, want to uh, find life in, so to speak. So, um, you know, we're trying to play games, so we're we're farkling more probably than ever before. Uh, with explain fun, farkling yeah. real quick, Brian, for yeah, those. So, that... Yeah, so farkling is just a it's a dice game where essentially you're trying to uh, roll the you know a certain number to before you farkle out, and then um, there's usually consequences that that we like to implement. Just that we've learned to kind of being around watermark, and so we've taken that into our family where the person who loses at the end. Uh, ultimately they have to, you know, follow through on some kind of consequence. And so we've, we've had some fun ones. Like my six year old had to, had to eat Cheerios with Gatorade uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we, ha- we filmed my oldest son singing happy birthday to a horse and had to give a speech about that, that special day when that horse was born in his life. And so just silly stuff like that, They're, that, you know, just make fun memories with the kids. So, so great. Um, and then also just reading out loud. That's something that we are, we try to be intentional about all year round, but I'd say even now there's just, it's kind of magnified even more just as we have more time together. So, um, you know, a lot of that is on dad when dad can, and dad's around, whether nights or weekends, um, if, if dad can read out loud to the kids, man, that, that is a home run. And so I'm, I'm reading, um, Right now, it's, it's a it's a series called Heroes of History, and so I finished one on Louis Zamperini that my my middle boys both just loved. Like they were begging every night, "Dad, don't stop reading, don't stop reading." You know, I mean, they just loved the story. And then um, I'm in I'm doing one right now with Hudson Taylor, where they're learning about Hudson Taylor's life and his you know uh, missions to China. So um, things that we maybe wouldn't normally do and have the time for, but we're we're trying to be intentional with that right now. I love it. I love it. Morgan, what, uh, so that was tip number one was just see this as yeah. an opportunity for us. Morgan, for sure. why don't you jump uh, into uh, tip number two, unless you want to add anything onto what Brian was just saying. Um, no, I was just going to say uh, reading out loud is something, um, you know, in the homeschool world is, um, 
it's rare to find a homeschooler that's not passionate about reading out loud because that is such it's such a great key to teaching your kids, exposing your kids to um, just various people throughout history or um, different character qualities. But it also is so great with um, providing meaningful connections that you all experience at the same time. So I just highly encourage every family to dive into some read aloud. Yeah. Um, okay. So tip number two was for families to not panic about your kid not having regular school days at this time. So losing these three months of you know traditional schooling, I promise will not make their education tank. It will not go down the drain. Um, and really on the contrary, there's so much research that would say unhurried schedules for kids and just more relaxed learning does so much more in the long run. Vigorous and hurried education can do more damage. Um, so really, this is a gift for our kids. You know, they need to be doing something, but to have like just kind of the kind of pace and the rush and the, all the assignments and all the schoolwork uh, they normally have, this is a great break for them from that. We all know anxiety is a huge problem um, among the youth today. And I had, I had anxiety in school. And this was even before social media, but just because of all the pressure. So um, I'm just, I'm grateful kids can maybe have a break from that for the season. So, um, you know, along with that, some people, and this would totally have been me, I would use this opportunity as um, a time to make my kids excellence where they struggle. So let's say my kid just hates writing, which by the way, is really common with kids, especially boys, Boy, little boys hate to write. Um, I might be like, okay, we're going to write every day. I want two pages. You're going to get used to this. You're going to like it. You can do this. I know, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Like that will put everybody in tears. You'll probably be crying harder and you'll be throwing the pen across the room. So um, instead, use this as a great time to let them pursue their strengths. So we're all created so differently. And some of our kids are strong in certain areas and not in other areas, you know? And so if you give them that freedom to pursue their strengths, that's, that just creates a lot of joy. So that can be anything. If your kid is into art, um, pull out the art supplies, cardboard boxes, whatever it is, and let them go to town. If they love to build stuff, give them the tools they need, hammers, nails, boards, and let them build. Or, um, you know, we've got a son that could kick the soccer ball all day long. Um, you know what it is? If, you're, if your little girl loves worksheets, Cool. Put out a whole bunch of worksheets. You know, every kid just has different things they just love to do or baking, whatever that is. So um, use that as a great opportunity for them to pursue their strengths. Yeah, I love so that's, that. That's, I would say, point number two. Yeah, and watch out for the clickbait, too, because I, I know, like, Washington Post uh, had an article that was, like, uh, the title, the headline was uh, Homeschooling to Set Back an Entire Generation of Children. And it was oh, just no. like, what in the world? People, like, wow. all the homeschoolers kind of roll their eyes and go, yeah, I think we're going to be okay. Oh, and goodness, so yeah. the world is not <laughs> helping us to not panic. And, uh, and yet I, yes. I love what you just said, Morgan. There's so much anxiety uh, that comes even just from the hurried pace that we're already at. And so For this, sure. I do think, yeah. is part of the opportunity and the gift that God is giving us and maybe our children right now to slow down. We don't have to rush to the next practice. We don't have to rush to the next activity. Uh, there's not the, the kind of the time constraints, uh, that are typically placed on assignments and things like yep. that. And so and don't panic Definitely. and don't give into what the world is going to say, you know, to our kids and to us, uh, in the midst of this. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. There's way more research that would say the opposite just on what kids really need, you know, and a lot of people think learning has to be, um, you know, like I said, very rigorous daily 
you know, and kids don't learn that way, you know? Um, and so anyway, without getting into all that, but I would just tell them I've read a ton of stuff on that. They don't need to panic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. All right. And then there was a third tip that you guys uh, gave to parents uh, for this season. Yes. Okay. So um, I would say keep a loose rhythm to your day. So schedules are really helpful for everyone, but a schedule is meant to be a tool and not a tyrant. So um, it's not like you're going to be able to replicate school at home. It's just going to look different. And there's going to be constant interruptions. I mean, for us, I was working on um, some history with my 10 year old and we got an Amazon package at the door and all the kids are there and not, you know, I, it takes me 15 minutes to pull everybody back in, but you know, you're going to have to make lunch. Kids are going to squabble. Baby won't nap. You're going to answer the phone for a five minute call and it will turn into 45 minutes. So just know there will be constant interruptions and, um, you're going to be batting about 70% every day. So that's a great day. And so some, one thing that helps me is if I just think, okay, what's the one thing that I feel like we really need to get to with this kid or with everybody all together that I would say, okay, that was a successful day. You know, the one thing that's kind of nagging on me going, Hey, we really haven't done math in a while, or we really got to, you know, tackle it. What's that one thing. And then you can kind of let everything else go. Don't feel like you have to fit 15 things in one day and do them all well. Cause it's just not going to happen, especially if you have multiple kids in the house. Well, and the nature of homeschooling Wes is, you know, you don't have to fill an entire school day, eight to three, uh, you know, with a smaller classroom size, just your kiddos, you can, you can get through things typically a lot faster. And so, you know, a lot of times we're, we're done by lunchtime, uh, a lot of days. And so uh, there's just more time than in the afternoons to get outside, play, read, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this would be tip number four, I'm going to say it. but <laughs> one thing that has helped us so much is to, um, get buy-in from the kids. We're involving them in these conversations. So, you know, we've had days where I just go, okay, today did not go well. What, what can I do better? How can I help you? And we, you know, one time my son said, Hey, can we just not do math on Mondays? And I was like, totally, absolutely done. We'll start on Tuesday. You know, and I realized that for me and Mondays can be hard for a lot of families, just FYI, but they are for us. I was, you know, rearing and ready to go on Mondays. Okay, we're going to sit down. We're going to get everything done. And Mondays usually need to be eased into a little bit. So I kind of had to pull back based on feedback from my kids. Um, but another son, you know, I had a lot of pushback from. I was like, okay, hey, tell me, how, what, what is this? What does a, a good homeschool day look like to you? You know, and he might say like, well, I get video games half the day. Okay, that's not going to happen. Let's come back to reality. You do have to do, we do have to do some of these things, okay? You do have to do some writing. You have to do math. We have to do, you know, X, Y, Z. So let's figure out a schedule we both agree on. And I had him sign it and it went up on the board. And I mean, we had, it went a lot smoother after that. So they know that we're in this position and just go, hey, I want to help you. I want this to be a team here. Um, so let's talk it through. And I will tell you, for us, there's constant tweaking, to our routines, to our schedules, things we need to work on. Our kids are growing, they're changing. We have different expectations, different needs. Um, so, I mean, we tweak every single day. You know, what's working, what's not, uh, what do we need to double down on? What can we let go of? Let's get feedback from community on, you know, are we, are we thinking the right thing here? So anyway, it's not like you can set it all in stone and expect it to go that way forever. It's yeah. just, it's constant opportunities to improve. Yeah. That's so good. Hey, Brian, why don't you, I'd love for you just to talk to the dads or maybe the, the moms, yeah. single moms or working moms <laughs> yeah. that are also having to manage their job. So I think this, this last principle is really, uh, I think important for us as 
I was talking to a friend yesterday. I was like, I can close the door on this little office that I've made for myself. And yet I can hear what's going on on the other side of that door. And I I hear either the challenges or the fun that I'm missing out on or or sometimes (laughs) both at the same time. So how do you, as a guy who has worked from home uh, like you have, uh, what are some tips that you would give to those working parents as this is going on? Yeah. Um, you know, specifically for dads, I'll, I'll speak to them first, just to challenge them with keeping Ephesians 525 squarely in view every day. Cause, um, you know, your whole family is kind of thrust into this new crazy season that, that people by and large, you know, haven't been expecting or ready for. And so, um, you know, mom's time is, it looks a lot different now than it did a month ago, especially for kids have been going to, you know, school outside the home, public or private. And so um, as as a husband, then our job, whether today or a year ago or a year from now, whatever life looks like, our job is to figure out new ways to serve our wife. How can I bless my wife? How can I help her thrive in uh, the season that she's in? And so, um, you know, it can be little things such as just, yeah, not isolating in my home office all day. And then making sure that I'm available and present, you know, little little moments throughout the day. Hey, I hear something going on downstairs. It looks like it sounds like mom's having a challenge with one of the kids. <laughs> I'm not on not on a work call right now, so I'm gonna go and see if I can help just for five minutes, you know, or I'm gonna go make lunch for everybody so mom can uh, have 45 minutes to just have a break in the middle of the day. Uh, little things like that, I think, can go a long way just to help bring some moments of, of rest and sanity back into mom's world, um, you know, throughout these weeks. So, you know, for, um, single moms or just, yeah, parents in general, I think I would just encourage you to just continue to keep Deuteronomy six, just top of mind that, Hey, discipleship is just having on our heart, what God has on his heart. And then as we spend time with our kids, then it's just going to come out, and it's going to be uh, readily available. We're going to have on our lips God's words, and we're, we're going to uh, impress them on our children when we sit at home, walk along the road, when we lie down, and we when we get up. And so it doesn't have to be a, a daily Bible study, but it's just having on your heart what God has on His, and that we're just imparting that to our children throughout the day. That's good. Hey, uh, Brian, I would love for you uh, just to, to lead us in prayer real quick before we uh, yeah. go and just pray for families who are uh, facing this particular opportunity that is in front of them, just that we would, as God's people, see it as the opportunity. It, it is uh, unprecedented in some ways to think about this moment in time and to think, man, what what is God up to in the midst of this? I, I saw a, a, a Jewish um, uh, Messianic Jew, a believer, who just talked about, hey, it seemed like anytime God did something big in the country or, or in the uh, nation of Israel, he sent the families back to their homes. So you think about Passover and all the families mm-hmm. had to gather in and shut their door and, and you know, and God did something amazing there. You even think about when uh, the census was being taken and everyone was sent back to their hometown and all of a sudden Jesus enters into the world. And so I, I have to believe that God is up to something amazing that only yep. eternity will reveal to us. And so love for you to pray for that. And then all the, we'll link to some of the resources you guys mentioned, some of those books that have been helpful to you. That'll be in the sermon notes uh, that are on the website. So if you listen to this, uh, we'll link to that in the uh, the show notes as well. But Buchex, thank you guys so much for just leading out in this. And Brian, will you just pray for us? Yeah. For sure. Thanks for having us, Wes. Well, Heavenly Father, 
just thank you for uh, this time and the, the listeners that are here. God, I just pray for them. I pray you'd encourage their hearts just daily as they spend time with you, um, that they would not grow weary. Um, Lord, I just pray that we can t- collectively just kind of boast in uh, this new weakness, knowing that that in Christ we are strong even when we feel weak. And so um, I just pray, God, that you would help those families that are really just having a hard time right now, the ones that are not in a good rhythm in their homes, the ones where conflict has increased, the ones that are uh, just dealing with job loss or uh, cut hours or pay right now that are just struggling uh, through health crisis, whatever it may be, God, I just pray for uh, you to give them everything they need today for life and godliness and then just the encouragement of your word and your people um, God, for all those families that are just trying to navigate this well, just help them to make the most use of this time, this really unique season that we have with our kids. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining us for today's podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, please go on iTunes and just give us a rating and a little review. That'll help other people get to that content. As we mentioned, all the show notes uh, will show uh, some of the links to some of the resources that were mentioned today, as well as just some sermon notes that'll be on our website. You can always go to watermark.org slash parenting for more resources that are out there and available. We hope that you'll tune in as uh, Dad, you and the Nest continue to put out new content that will hopefully encourage you through this season and this time. So thanks again for joining us.